Mr. Graham. Now start it again. <laughs> <laughs> like a fucking bunny rabbit over there. <laughs> yeah. What, what do you think Klopp's head would do if he had to play two games in four days? Explode? Yeah, yeah he probably would, right? He'd well, throw his wedding ring. Yeah, he, he would just drop it. The Championship League 1 and League 2 all played two games in four days because, you know, they all have 847,000 games That's to play it. a season. Let's start the show. Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland. Bred to be a fan of fucking Everton. Put you in the eye and drink your rye. Sam Houston. Sam Houston? Arsenal fans have another Sam. Right AA, the fucking Gooner Graham. Stuff of a lord. Looks great in shorts. Sam Grammy. Hello and welcome to DU Does the EFL, a completely biased brief recap of the English Football League is told by two common American schmucks. I am your host, Sam Houston, and I forgot to change this. Um, across the way from me is not Mr. Hiram Wainwright, but my, my good friend, Mr. Samuel Graham. How are you, buddy? Do you just read whatever's on the teleprompter the there? Is that it? <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm doing stay, well, thank you. Stay classy, San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you I know what I just thought about programming, now that right. you quoted a movie. Mm -hmm. Yes, I didn't know that it was a movie. Thank you mm -hmm. very much. The... Um, if we're streaming it, we can't go out on a song song unless it's less than 30 seconds. On injury time? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Oof. We as could, long as it's not on we Facebook. Could, we could get the old, uh, well, you the know old what? cease and desist again. Mm -hmm. which I, is how, Honestly, which is how you know you've made it. I yeah. can uh, <laughs> uh, always go back through the public domain and see... <laughs> See what's available. What's fallen in? Because January first, public domain day. Hence, why our logo this week had Steamboat Willie. Uh, There's got to be some blur in there somewhere, right? And over there on the ones <laughs> and twos, someone that appreciated the fuck that I nailed that goddamn mm. post. Producer Mel, how you doing, Producer Mel? It was a sexy post hit. That was a good post hit. I would like to, uh, you know, it was uh, the second best post hit this week. We'll talk about it on injury <laughs> time. Settle down. <laughs> What was the second best post hit this week? Yours. Oh, okay. What was number one? Douglas Louise <laughs> hitting that penalty. <laughs> oh. oh my god! I just looked at you, waiting for you to ask. He <laughs> hit that. Point. He hit that post so hard he got Ashley back. Yeah, just mm. wanting it. Jesus. Yeah, he, he he did. It also it's cuffing season. It's a little chilly mm. in England right now. Well, apparently they've been together it's, for a while. They just made it. They just our their Christmas present to their fans was letting us know. Oh, so they've they've been back together for a bit. Apparently they've been knew. back together for a bit. They just didn't oh. let the public know until Christmas. It's like, hey guys, Merry Christmas. We're boning. Got it. We're recording at the DU Public House just outside the nation's capital. You can check us out wherever you get your pods. And, of course, streaming typically on Mondays, but right now on a Tuesday because <laughs> fuck New Year's Day. Should you want to chat with us, there are as many ways that you can. Mr. Graham, tell the good people how they can get in touch. It's going to be the same socials for this show. It's at DU Football Show on all the social media and DUFootballShow at gmail.com to get in touch via email. Mm. Speaking of same shit, we're drinking the same shit because we're recording on the same night. Championship Corner! 
far. I've fallen, and I can get up. Oh, no. I'm going to skip the first sentence because we already uh, said that. I'd rather talk more about tumultuous <laughs> footballing relationships than the championship, to be fair. <laughs> no, you don't you want to talk Morrow about the and Wanda. Lester have increased their lead at the top to 10 points with two wins this week on Friday and on uh, Monday. Yes. Uh, Ipswich drew both of their matches. Still comfortably in second, though. Yep. Southampton and Leeds both drew and won, but the big one was a Leeds 3-0 victory over Birmingham City that ultimately got Mr. Wayne Rooney sacked, which I'm sure... The Leeds fans were just fucking heartbroken over. Right, yeah. <laughs> but also, I mean, what was it two wins or maybe three wins in 15 games? It was only 15 games he was in charge. Right. Um, there was no reason he should have been hired in the first place other than this new ownership group wanted the Shelby company, by the way. Right. I mean, which, how, how much more placating can you get to the town? I mean, we said it was kind of funny and... and and interesting when they first took over, but then they started doing this dumb shit. Um, you know, the previous manager had them in sixth place. Right. Was absolutely crushing it by fifteenth now by their standards. Yeah, and and wait, it's been nothing but a, a you know a rock in the sea, just free fall. Yep, straight absolute to the bottom. It, it's absolutely pitiful <clears throat> uh, what's been going on in Birmingham City, and they obviously have the players to get a job done as long as you coach them correctly. Because nothing has changed. Wayne Rooney took over after the season started. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it, it's just, it's not like he pulled up trees at DC United. No. He wasn't doing anything spectacular. They just wanted a name. And, and he wanted to be back in England. And the only reason. Probably um, to shag another prostitute. He, probably. He, the ones in DC aren't very good, by the way. Oh, okay. Well, would you know this personally, sir? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Well, I've then, heard. Then why are we laying it out there like that? I huh? just heard. No. I would. Uh, that's the, a, probably prostitutes are better. <laughs> I don't know why that's a thing. <laughs> I went down that road without thinking about the outcome. I just when you <laughs> marinate in that one there, stud. Oh, I don't want to marinate in that one. I want to get the fuck out of there. The other thing, too, is with uh, Darby County, everybody gave him a lot of credit for doing a lot with nothing. Yeah, but which was true. Be, but that's also because that team was, that club was completely imploding at the Correct. time. So, But Birmingham was but, not. But they were still, but with, with Darby County... Yeah, they were imploding. He was doing a lot with a little, but the team still went down. So he ultimately failed at the job, but he got a lot more I don't, credit uh, for it. No, because they also had a points deduction, Yeah, though. I mean, that wasn't necessarily his fault either. Would you blame Sean Dyche this season if y'all went down? We ain't going down. With a 10-point deduction? We ain't going down. I know. I said, would you? This is a hypothetical. Were you to go down, would you be like, oh, fuck Dyche, it's his fault? No. Because I might, I might well, depending no, because on how they 10, play. Ten points would probably see you in sixteenth, right? And fair, oh no, ten points right now would uh, see us in fucking uh, <laughs> higher than Manchester United, <laughs> fucking tenth right now is where we'd be. But what my point is right. is he almost survived that is what I'm saying with them. But that was proper backs against the wall. I mean, we know Wayne's a big boxing fan, even though mm. he got knocked out in his own kitchen. Uh, that one time over the Christmas period. Well, maybe, uh, maybe he shouldn't have been sleeping with brummy prostitutes. <laughs> the I, I just I, I don't know that you can actually blame um 
you know, Rooney for them going for Derby County going down. You right. can absolutely blame Wayne Rooney for Birmingham City's implosion. Right. And also uh, DC. Well, now DC United's been DC's shit a shit for show a while. for uh, ages. Absolute yeah. ages. That's yeah. why I don't really even follow him anymore. It's like, oh. what the fuck's the point? We'll, we'll, we'll always have those first four seasons where we won three cups. <laughs> I tell you, one of my favorite players who's ever played the game is still El Diablo, still Marco yeah. Echeverri. Yeah. It's because it was, I was a very impressionable kid at, at that time and mm-hmm. I just loved watching him play it was phenomenal uh turning our attention to the bottom of the table we've been talking about QPR a lot but uh Wednesday have been on a bit of a run through December and New Year's Day they have gone six and three they have now jumped QPR and they are now the ones sitting a full three points off of Huddersfield Town to get out of the drop yep Absolutely. Uh, Wednesday's been on a hell of a run. It's yeah. uh, it's it's fantastic for them to 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 have that QPR. I feel bad because uh, Les Ferdinand is a phenomenal. I don't know what his actual title is. Probably director of football. Director of football. Yeah. Um, but he's been excellent. I feel bad for them that they're in this position. Um, but they've been very very active in in a lot of different social and and footballing causes um that are near and dear to my heart and uh i hate to see them in this position but wednesday's just been on a hell of a run and there's nothing you can do with form i mean mm-hmm. it's just is what it is i mean look where villa are you know for instance in the premier league there's just nothing you can do with, you know against form it's just is what it is. And typically in most leagues, you always think the three newly promoted teams are going to be the three teams to go down well they at least have the best chance of it yeah mm-hmm. Plymouth is comfortably twelfth. Yeah, they're hanging right around. Like they're they're doing what they need to do. Mm-hmm. They're winning the games they need to well, win. But the, and- the championship's an interesting bit because there, there's a culture of spending a shit ton of money to try to make it to the Premier League, hedging your bets that you're going to get promoted. Yeah, and that causes teams to buy players that don't necessarily fit. It causes them to buy flare players. It causes <laughs> them to buy you know, overspend for certain things mm-hmm. and then have points deductions, Derby County or, you know, whatever. Or um, you, you get a veteran player that was in the champion, uh, in the premier league on a free, but he also comes with $75,000 a week wages, mm-hmm. which is not what you can afford. You know? Right. But you're hedging your, your, <coughs> excuse me, your bets that you get promoted and a lot of them don't. Remember, yeah. there's only three that go up. So there's right. 21 that don't go up. And there's actually four that go down. Or three that, three go, down, that go down, rather. Yep. Three that go down. Um, League One, same schedule, had uh, double double matches. Pompey uh, had a disappointing draw with Exeter City. But, surprise, surprise. <laughs> but then got a 2-1 to one, uh, victory over Stevenage. Um, Bolt, Bolton has now pulled off two victories and find themselves only two points back in second. The Posh are in third as they had... Uh, Back-to-back 2-2 draws. Darby, Oxford, and Barnsley round out the top six with Stevenage in seventh place. All uneven on points. And um, and then in eighth place, you have Blackpool, who is four back points back of the rest of the group. And then everybody else is very far off. So yeah, yeah. it's just that's kind of... So it's it. like a top nine, basically. Uh, top or top eight. eight. Top eight, rather. That's really, really about it. Um, Reading has finally pulled themselves out of the bottom four. They had a draw in the midweek, and then they had a massive three to two victory over Exeter City. Exeter, Exeter City. There we go. Yeah, words are fun. <laughs> Alcohol's more fun. 
jumping Helps them. with words, I've heard. Yeah, exactly. Very well, very much with words, especially <laughs> on New Year's Eve when you're like, dah, 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 dah. Hello, hello. Um, and they have them jump in front of them in the table. Yes. Finally, League Two, Aki drew Barrow and defeated Salford and currently sit in ninth place. Okay. Yeah, Safe. You know I'd like him to be a little further up. Get back to League One would be nice. But Bar- Barrow's a six play is a uh, playoff team right now, so that's a good that's a good draw yeah, at least. No, absolutely fair. They, but you know, as we like to say, since we have some new people checking the show, which also, by the way, we really appreciate and sh- shout you guys out uh, uh, again. Um, with with Aki is is we kind of consider them the late Orient of the North. Yeah. Nobody hates them. They're just great. We also have the connection. We, uh, If you go through our back catalog, you can find out a few, a fair few, actually, interviews that we've done with uh, their now current groundskeeper, who was the groundskeeper at Chorley, mm-hmm. uh, made famous by that viral video where he had <coughs> coffee <laughs> in his cup, and he, he maintains it was coffee. We know it was Guinness, Ben. It had to be a wee bit uh, of the, Ben uh, K, dark stuff. Who, who is a uh, awesome, awesome dude and, and always very generous with his time with us um, and has invited us over a few times to, yep. to get into the ground and work. The minute I can get over there, I'm going, I'm working it into making sure that Same. we go to see Aki. That is for damn sure. And uh, also, if we're talking about adopted clubs, Pompey is very much an adopted oh, club 100%. of ours, too. We love, we love good old Portsmouth. Um, but continuing on with the rest of the league, uh, Stockport's lead at the top is now only two points as they drew and lost. And their loss was the second place Mansfield Town, which, by the way, <laughs> they are still sitting on only one fucking loss this season. A shit ton of draws, but only one loss. And Wrexham are in third place, um, who lost to Wassel, but then beat the hell out of Barrow 4-1. to one. Now... Interesting to talk about because, uh, speaking of Wassel, they had themselves a fucking couple of days. They beat Wrexham three to one, and then they beat Grimsby Town six to fucking one. That's not bad. Nine to two on uh, aggregate mm-hmm. there. That's not terrible uh, for your goal differential. Two matches in four days. Fuck you. We'll score nine goals. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't even matter how many we give up. We scored nine. As long as we didn't give up 10, exactly. we did well. <laughs> yeah. um, That's perfect. What a day at the office. And uh, Tranmere definitely appears to be quite safe now as they are on 33 points in Sydney in 15th place. So we were yeah, a little worried uh, about them before. For now, those games come thick and fast. Dude, Sutton Sutton, and Forest Green are on 17 are so and bad. 16 yeah, points. They are they very are bad. Like, like, Colchester is one of the newly promoted sides, and they're sitting on 22. Right. Like, it's just bad for, for, Forest, for Forest Green and for Sutton. Yeah, I, do you think it's Duncan's fault? Do you think Duncan Ferguson fucked him up? No, it's not Duncan's fault. I think it's... I, I think he accidentally put beef broth in one of the meals. I... And everybody's been sick. I talked about this with Hiram last week. Um, I think... Applaud them for having a certain stance, right? That we are going to be a green club. We are going to be a vegan club. Like, these are things we're going to do. But you also have to understand... That then some players will go. I'm not going there. I won't go yeah. there. I, I like meat. <laughs> like, like when you go home, you could still eat meat. It's not like they're being told they have to be a vegan all the time. But when they're on the grounds and they're on the training grounds, they have to. Eat, you know, you're normally eating three squares a day there. I heard a funny story about uh, Andy Carroll the other day. Okay. Um, former Newcastle striker. 
excuse me, was there when Steve Bruce was there, mm-hmm. right, for a bit. Um, Under, I can't remember what manager it was, but there was a more professional manager, if you can imagine that, than Steve Bruce, um, where they would have to stay in hotels the night before games, including home games and everything else, and everything was monitored, and they mm-hmm. were fed certain shit, and blah, 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 blah. Under Steve Bruce, the only thing that was mandatory and they had to get themselves there was to be there 90 minutes before a home game. <laughs> so he would turn up at uh, essentially a meat buffet mm-hmm. in town and would just have himself a full roast dinner and then go to the tra- full tracksuit, yeah. already dressed. Would just show up and have a full roast dinner and then go to the games. Go to Fogo de Chao and just be like green. The whole time, bitches. Give me all the meat. Guess who's not ever signing for Forest Green Rovers? <laughs> Andy, Andy Carroll. <laughs> no doubt about it. <laughs> no matter how desperate it is. Oh, that is going What's to... The, what is this? A salad? Yeah. Fuck <laughs> off. Fuck off. <laughs> Broccoli? You shove that right up your ass. It essentially would be consistently like Duncan Ferguson's first interview. <laughs> we just thought he had to eat the turf. Yeah, that was it. So Are potatoes vegan? He couldn't get it. He didn't understand that. I, I just like chips. <laughs> so that's going to wrap it up, boys and girls. <laughs> Mr. Graham, any parting words? Nah, not for this one. Uh, we're we're getting close to the midway point in uh, the EFL um, uh, for all the leagues, mm-hmm. and that is going to be interesting to see where everyone sits, especially as uh, the championship second through six kind of condense a little bit mm-hmm. with Ipswich's a uh, couple of drop points in a mm-hmm. row. Um Leicester, I think, are just running away with it to the point where that's going to be that. Yeah. Uh, they'll have a bit of a blip, but they've they've buffered themselves enough. Uh, um, but so get excited, you know. Keep an eye this weekend, especially as you know, is coming up on injury time. We've got our FA Cup preview um, uh, here on the sh- on the show. It's it's this weekend is going to show a lot of what these teams are about. I think because in no other season has the Premier League been so tight. From first through sixth, you know, and I think everybody's got a chance to miss out on European football if they go on a bad run of form. Oh, absolutely. So agree. these cups, I think, are going to be fucked off a bit more than normal mm-hmm. because of that. <clears throat> and I think you might see some more lower league opposition in the latter stages of the cup competitions. Well, and if remember, whoever <laughs> wins that cup knocks somebody else out of another tournament, knocks someone out of Europe, knocks someone out of fucking mm-hmm. uh, uh, McRib. Which, if we keep talking about how Man U is going to probably finish seventh, God forbid somebody not in the top six wins the FA Cup. Mm-hmm. Suddenly Manchester United ain't in the McRib Cup anymore. Well, exactly. Yeah. So I, I I really like what's what this is shaping up to be because I think the Premier League Cubs, uh, especially in the FA Cup, are going to treat it as they normally would the Carabao Cup. Yeah. And you're going to see a lot of these lower league uh, opposition, these these EFL clubs, uh, have a chance to really make a wave uh, in the FA Cup again, at least for a bit. Mm-hmm. Yep, agreed. All right, everybody. If you're watching us live, stick with us. We're going to go right ahead and do uh, injury time, which is typically where we preview the weekend's action. Uh, we also are going to talk about our fantasy sports because they're fantasy teams because there was a lot going on there. And we're also yes. going to talk about the beers we've been drinking throughout the show. If you uh, 
regularly would want to get injury time. Mr. Graham, how does one go about doing that? Uh, it's just patreon.com forward slash do football show. There's one $5 tier uh, that you can sign up to. You get sound check, which is our actual sound check. Sometimes you hear things, sometimes you don't. <laughs> That's been known to happen. Uh, and then injury time, which uh, all the cool things that Sam's just talked about as well. Um, you get that every week. And then there's also a few extras sprinkled in here or there. You get an invite to the top 20 whiskey event mm-hmm. uh, if you're a Patreon member. Um, if you're local, which is kind of fun, uh, where you get to share cigars and, and the full top 20 that we bought and paid for. Um, and you get to partake in all those whiskeys in, uh, in kind of a potluck-style event. Excellent. There's a lot of things that go on uh, in addition to just the two extra shows a week. And, of course, for all the flyest DU football gear, go to the uh, DU Drip Shack, which you can find pinned to the top of every single one of our social media posts with our link tree. Until next week, everybody. Night. Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland. Bred to be a fan of fucking Everton. Punch you in the eye and drink your rye. Sam Houston. Sam Houston? Arsenal fans have another Sam. Great day, the fucking Gooner Graham. Smoke of a lord, but straight and short. Sam Graham, eh? Sam Graham. Don't you get that?